think we're good. I don't know if anybody noticed that, but this sparkling water just tried to take my life. I don't know if anybody saw it. It might have been hard. It was the camera on me at that moment. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know how much of that you could see. You can like freeze frame that moment, but this thing is mega carbonated as far as sparkling water goes. And I'm not complaining because now that I'm drinking it, but I will know in the future. And I feel like I bought this before and it wasn't. You're quite, talking about what? Voss? Voss. I feel like it wasn't so aggressive last time I, I had it, but okay. who, who the hell knows? I don't know. Uh, it's from uh, Norway, and uh, yeah, I don't. It, it's delicious, though. I'll just be honest with you right now. I feel like the carbonation is on a different level, like an upgraded level. I, I mean, depending what you're into, right? Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I'm sure there's some people that prefer a more subtle, mm. more Perrier like. But I this experience right now, this is punchy right here. Oh, good. It's a, it's, it's got a like the Norway taste. It's a it's a punch. It's a sizzle. It's a there's really something to it, Will. Okay, to well. To say the least. Are you going to have it every day? Mm. Is that your main drink? Mm. Look at that. Like, I mean, that's... Did you hear that? Okay, listen to this for a second. Did anybody hear that? Like, that's... Come on, man. That's really nice. Uh, look at us. Look at us with a bit of a routine. Three days in a they row. They said it couldn't be done. They said we were the wrong guys for the job. They said Turns that. Out. I don't know if you knew that, Will. They said that. They've been saying things like that out yeah. there. Yeah, in the press. They've been saying that in the press. The um, <laughs> Babylon Bee? <laughs> Those are the wrong guys for the job. Got some, I guess, some professionals in there. Shout out to everybody in the chat, everybody who's been here, uh, who was part of the pre show. I don't know if it went as planned. Uh, I don't know if Will took anybody's suggestions from the chat, or he may have just ignored it. Oh, he did. Okay. Okay, good. Good. That's good to know. I'm glad Will was in there. And the, the thing is coming together as far as the system is concerned, as far as the uh, the variety of uh, mechanisms and the machinery of the show. It's yeah. coming together because it's it's a weird show in the sense that you know, you're plugging things in and out of it. And you're like, uh, we, how can we enhance over here, here and there? And Will's over there, like the mad scientist, 47 screens, 22 timers. Uh, Fun job. 67 royalty-free tracks. Actually, you know what? We should uh, huh? shout out IMAX because we're still, you know, we have such an inventory of music from him from like back in the day. And I don't even know what he's up to these days. He, you know, obviously he gave us the clearance, but it's like shout out IMAX, man. Go look him up. I mean, he's probably on SoundCloud still doing it, whatever it might be. Yeah. I remember he was trying to get a new motorcycle the other day. The other day. It's <laughs> <laughs> a long time ago. It goes to show you how long we've been in the business. Uh, how many how many gray hairs I got in the beard, Will? Uh huh. I'm like Rip Van Winkle over here. Yeah. That's how long I've been in the game. Matches your uh, hoodie. It's all right, though, because you know what? I was out there last night. I was out there playing hockey last night, Will. Okay. And uh, a guy comes up to me and goes, Oh, man, you're Lou from Obox Therapy. What's going on, man? In, on the other team. Okay. And uh, he's like, you won't believe this. He's like, I'm trying to get into the entertainment business as well because I got this like little social media 
uh, agency and I got these different talent and all the rest. Okay, I'm like, okay. and I'm, I, he's telling me all these stuff he's working on. I'm like, this guy looks pretty young though. He body checks you. <laughs> I go, this guy, this guy looks pretty young though. And I said, so, so how, what do you mean you start this business in high school? How old are you? Who am I playing against right now? He goes, I'm 20 years old. There's a lot of hustlers out he there. He goes, I'm 20 years old. But no, that's not the key part of the story. Okay. I'm saying, I'm saying tw- those 20 year olds had to play against Rip Van Winkle over here. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and I held my own. Oh, okay, almost good. double that age, and I held my own, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. No, well, don't just shrug that off, all right? Did you score? Actually, no. No. Okay, mm. there you go. But I didn't have to. We won five one. It was. Uh, oh wow. Yeah. So anyway, like, point being here, Will. Huh? Point being is can't judge a book by its cover. All right. Yeah. You're your spry. Or, 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 in the case of age, maybe you can. Because with age comes experience. Now, those are going to be different experiences for each person. But age don't lie. It tells you the amount of exposure you've had to life. Mm -hmm. Every Every little wrinkle, every little follicle that maybe... Maybe it's in your head or maybe it fell out. <laughs> Every follicle has experience. Ha, has an arrow, man. I'm just saying. Or it's ev- no, I'm saying it's evidence of experience. It's e- e- evidence of life lived. You know, which always kind of messed me up because, you know, the, the, the typical perception of cool in the West has some sort of youthful aspect to it. Mm. However... You know me, I'm like language and stuff, I'm a little bit nerdy about it. And so I'm looking at the origin, history of the word cool, and I'm looking at the different interpretations and usages around the world and how varied it is mm. and how uh, uh, different uh, people's impression of what is cool, depending okay. on where they happen to be. And so I found some different forms of cool that are... Uh, from the east from like japan Mm. and different words associated with them of like experience and age and uh a a lot of the design characteristics of 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 art and things have some sort of wear and tear to them you're talking about wabi-sabi i'm talking about i'm talking about wabi-sabi but i'm talking about also like uh shibusa and like there's a number of different terms in that same area Mm. that all imply and of course, somebody, some language scholar in there is like, well, actually, translations and this and that. But I got a new appreciation for the idea of aging and wearing and growing. Mm. That if you like you, you think you're born, you grow and then you start what? Like uh, decomposing. But like maybe the growth is it depending on how and your perspective on it. Maybe the growth is actually continuous. Yeah, it might not be physical. And it might be like a question of semantics here, but it's a cool thing about age. That's why it gets a little creepy when people try to avoid it. You know how we all have that uneasy feeling when people are just pumping stuff in their face or like they're like just stretching yeah. it out and and like clipping it behind the ears. And they're like, I'm not that. I'm not as old as you think I am. Uh huh. And then, like, at first, maybe people are like, oh, my God, she looks good. But, like, at a certain point, when you're, like, reaching into those 80s or whatever it is. Hmm. I mean, yeah, that car falls apart. 
it at gets a little point. wonky there at some point yeah speaking of age um people are wanting to know how's your nose yeah oh my nose was definitely broken absolutely okay. um it's still painful like it's not it's got like a weird thing going on with the bone now where i can sort of like feel uh it jutting out on the side where it was compressed and smashed okay however the blood and and uh the open wound aspect has healed up well uh, i didn't get stitches or anything like that probably should have mm. but i was like you know what i'm aware of this right now i'm aware of this so that's why i did so i didn't i didn't and uh well you didn't go to the hospital for no like a no. week no, doctor friend of mine was like, well, you know, all you had to do was put those sticky strips. You could have pinched it together and diminished the scar. I said, you know what? I'm going to wear it. Okay. He's like, no one ever says that. But I was like, you know, in this sure. case, I'm going to just heal up and wear it. Mm. Oh, baby. All right. Listen. Should we get it started? Let's get into the, <laughs> let's get into the show. But this, that's the beauty of it. Will, listen. Yeah. Will, here's it's the thing. It's a Friday. No, no, not as a Friday. Huh? That's the point of, the, of how we are structuring the show from now on all right right it's pre-show preamble then show okay right so like we we chat we live like we're humans right yeah i mean last i looked uh, yeah so once the show starts then we go but we you never know we might put some bookends on it mm-hmm. at the front and back mm-hmm. another hour or two anyway we can do the show now okay good so, uh, Will, your top story today is a, a knockoff-looking iPhone, actually, from a brand. Oh, I remember this brand. Le Echo? Is that how you say it? Le Echo? Why do I feel like this brand? Hmm. Were they ever in touch? I don't know how long they've been doing it. But anyway, they launched a new smartphone that can only be described as a shameless knockoff of the iPhone 14 Pro series, right down to the triple-lens rear camera design and dynamic island. We'll look closer, and there are some unwelcome hidden surprises the s1 pro 8 gigs of ram 128 storage 5000 milliamp hour battery it looks like an iphone obviously mm-hmm. probably should order one of these up i'd like to inspect we one should of these get things. One. yeah that could be Definitely. a kind of interesting segment called the Le echo s1 pro and costing 135 dollars the copycat device is certainly more affordable than apple's iphone 14 pro models yeah just a little bit 6.5-inch display, which is LCD rather than OLED. Resolution is 1600 by 728, and it has a 60 hertz refresh rate. Yeah, we're lacking pixels. We're lacking refresh. We're lacking OLED. Uh, It does have a dynamic island-like pill-shaped section, which does look like they somehow integrated in the software as well. That's pretty convincing. Yeah, but you know when you get in Uh, there, clicking, clapping, tapping, that that thing's not bouncing around with any type of uh, spunkiness. Uh Uh-huh. I I feel like it might be a little... But hey, who knows? I don't really know. Maybe they they pulled it off, Will. Uh, So we've seen these in the past. Like, you can go on AliExpress or whatever, and, and you see... As they get closer and closer to release, even, you have devices that are mimicking upcoming devices. And then there's such a wide variety of knockoffs. So even Mm -hmm. in the knockoff universe, it's like, okay, this is a very bad knockoff. 
and, and the quality's terrible and so on. And then there are some that are almost convincing. And then there are some that are not from brands at all, but they just call it like the 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 iPhone whatever, and it's not, and it just doesn't have an Apple logo on it. So it's a spectrum of copycat, and and there seems to be some gap between copycat and counterfeit. Uh-huh. Is once you get into trying to mimic iOS, and then you're you have something that looks exactly like an iPhone, doesn't have some other brand on it, has no brand actually, and then it has a settings menu that's one-to-one mimicking iOS, well, at that point, you're counterfeit. But in this one, on the other hand, it's in that gray area where it's like, well, it's a different brand. They put a different model on it. Uh, Obviously, hugely inspired. Uh It gets confusing, doesn't it? And it makes people, like, this is what bothers me. It's that someone is going to buy this and use it on a regular basis. And it looks exactly like the iPhone, but not probably perform. Yeah, I know, but the, the person who buys it will know that they only yeah, pay one thirty five for it, right? So, like, like, they'll know they don't have an iPhone. They'll know they paid one thirty five, and maybe they'll be okay with that. They'll be maybe. like, oh, yeah, you know, I want something that looks like an iPhone. I mean, here's the other aspect of it, Will, is like you get a lot of people passing judgment based on the type of phone you you're using. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, look at that guy; he's got that old beater. Uh-huh. That old duster over there. Blackberry. What kind what kind of life is that guy leading? Yeah. And so some people might be saying, you know, I'm sick of uh, getting uh, treated subpar over here. Mm. I'm going to throw the 135 and just walk around town like uh, like I'm on an iPhone. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not suggesting you should do that. You should probably, like, who cares about those people? Whatever. Use your beater. Use your duster. Do your mm-hmm. thing. That's my advice in general. But yeah. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised, but I would like to actually inspect it and see how close it is. Yeah, really we gets. should get it. Tim Cook takes a $35 million pay cut that he recommended. The Apple CEO's target compensation will be lowered by more than 40% in 2023, according to the company's latest proxy filing. Well, what is this uh, compensation? What is this, Will? It, because the man has uh, interest in the company performance, um, he has uh, stocks and so forth. Does he not? Yes, he definitely has stocks. Interesting. Uh, well, I'm sure he has all the advisors in the world that are like, hey, let's restructure, let's rearrange a little bit. And it's a good title, you know. Oh, for, for you know what it's like? It's like it's like yeah. it's like when the athlete goes, you know what? I'm gonna uh, give it back. We want to yeah. uh, we want to win the championship this year. Yeah. And in order to attract more talent, I'm gonna take a pay cut uh-huh. to get under that salary cap. Exactly. And everyone goes, <laughs> all the fans are like, brilliant. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of money, though. I just wonder if you heard my, I wanted to hear my Voss one last time. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Not for Tim, it's not. Tim Cook is taking a big pay cut at his own recommendation. Cook's target compensation decreasing by $35 million in new regulatory filing, dropping from $84 million in 2022 to $49 million in 2023. Changes come entirely from an adjustment in his equity award value, which makes up the bulk of Cook's total compensation. The value is estimated to be worth $75 million, but this year the estimate drops to 40 His base salary of $3 million and his annual cash incentive of $6 million will remain the same. 
to set Cook's new pay, the Compensation Committee on Apple's board balanced shareholder feedback, Apple's exceptional performance, and a recommendation from Mr. Cook to adjust his compensation in light of the feedback received. Hmm. So the group got together and uh, the board and they said, hey, Tim, listen, bud, it's out of control. You got $100 million last year. Did you really need $100 million? And Tim's like, well, it'll be nice, you know. I take your recommendation. Uh, I take your recommendation. I go down to 40 or I leave me alone. Uh Cook actually made $99.4 million in 2022, according to the uh, filing. So compensation could differ. I suppose there's probably uh, some kind of performance compensation stuff that might not show up in the initial specifics mm-hmm. is that possible i think so so maybe that's how you end up making more than the original agreement anyways um yeah, i'm guessing there's more incentive in there as, as well and if if a lot of the the um compensation here is equity awards then it's really going to depend on the value of the company so in other words, if the if the stock is doing extremely well when those rewards are administered, mm-hmm. then that's going to be worth more than was originally speculated at mm-hmm. the time you you made the agreement. So if the board seems to think, oh, you know what, this pro- this stock price is going to go up, and your compensation package includes a certain number of shares, then right now, if we negotiate those shares. At one rate, that might be a little bit different at the time that the payout is actually triggered. For sure. So it could be some sort of hedging of sorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll be fine. I will. Will. Tim well, Cook will be fine. Okay. I hope so. Apple's custom micro LED display for Apple Watch rumored to be made by LG. Your friendly neighborhood LG. So will- just an update of yesterday's story. Right. Where we thought that they were going to make their own displays. Mm. According to this one... LG is making the displays for micro LEDs. You know what I mean? Well, listen, this stuff over here, well, we it's were always talking, updating. We were talking about it yesterday how it's, if you have a subpar display, it is such a glaring thing. Or, I mean, I don't even want to say subpar, but like if you don't, if you don't hit a home run with your display, everything else can be good and the person will still mm-hmm. uh, have issue with it. So it's a huge, huge consideration. Uh, and who knows? Maybe it's maybe it's a partial step. Maybe they're like it's exactly to our spec, or we're more involved in design, or who knows what LG's willing to do for them. But LG obviously has a tremendous history in uh, displays. Displays. Yeah. They've been doing. They are. I mean, my favorite, basically, pretty much my favorite displays, either LG or Samsung, right? Like it's yeah. In most cases, like on the TVs and stuff, the LG stuff is out of mm-hmm. control mm-hmm. apple's custom designed micro led displays for future apple watch models will be made by lg according to display analyst ross young in a tweet young explained that lg display is constructing a small production line to supply apple with micro led displays destined for the apple watch model due in 2025 facility will reportedly supply micro led back planes and assemble apple's displays opening in the second half of 2024 so they supply the back planes but then manufacture on apple's behalf Apple's own display. So that's interesting because it's not an LG product. It's more of, it's some sort of a contract to build our product. 
Mm-hmm. By, the, by the way, this is sounding to me right now. The latest clarification appears to be a response to a report from Bloomberg that said Apple will transition to its own display, starting with micro LED. This is the report we were talking about yesterday uh, on Bloomberg. Earlier this month, analyst Jeff Poo said in a new, is that Poo or Pew? I think it's Poo. What's that? A new high-end Apple Watch will adopt a larger 2.1-inch micro-LED display, providing increased brightness compared to current Apple Watch models with OLED displays. And brightness, kind of important, kind of clutch on the watch Mm -hmm. because you're constantly competing with other light sources and outdoors and things like this, particularly when you're on your expeditions with your Ultra and your orange a wristband and your SOS calls and your helicopter extractions. Right. You know all about it, right? It's a great movie. You know all the, all those canyons and mm-hmm. boulding, bouldering things that you're up to? Everything's so dark. And you take your Bronco out there and you yeah. got your chalk. People want me to full send the Bronco at some point. Oh, dear goodness. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. He likes it too much. Uh, we'll it's, see. You, you really take good care of it, actually. Yeah. Um, but you are supposed to do that. Like, yeah, you're supposed yeah, yeah. to kind of beat it up a little bit. Amid demand concerns, Tesla cuts prices by up to 13K in the U.S. Now, this was the topic that I saw brought up in the uh, chat. Mm-hmm. And this was a curious one. What is the reasoning? Have they been watching our show? Have they? Did they read the luxury report where we were like, wait a sec, man, Teslas are still expensive. Like, yeah. weren't they supposed to come down? Weren't they? There's, wasn't there supposed to be a cheaper model of Tesla at this point? Uh-huh. And then we had the luxury brand comparison where like Tesla ranked number one luxury brand. And you're like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Uh, Tesla's massively cut prices across new models in the U.S. and Europe with the largest price drop occurring on the Model Y, which is now 13K and 20% cheaper than it was yesterday. Now, imagine if you had your pre-order, if you had your agreement in advance of that price drop. Mm -hmm. You're going to want a little uh, compensation or what, Will? I would like, but... uh, What do you think, I think it's hopeless. You're not going to go for it? Because, wait a second, you only, how long have you had your car for? Two months. Two months, and you paid a full pop. Yeah. And yours went down, what, like 15%? Uh, I think a couple grand last time I checked. Yeah, so Elon, call him up. Call him up. Be like, hey, man, just a couple grand, what's it to you? Yeah, not like everybody else would do. I wonder what their threshold is for orders and then going backwards sure. on a on a decrease like that over the course of last year or so tesla has continually raised prices and other automakers have been raising prices as well but in recent weeks we've seen signs that tesla might need to shore up demand or at least that price hikes have gone a little too far this is all big picture stuff global economic stuff everyone's worried that the spending goes down and mm-hmm. they're just getting their production figured out and they're like uh-oh we need a place to put these cars. Mm. Anyway, so here's a chart with the price difference depending on model. Biggest savings. Oh, look at my car. Model S Plaid, 21 grand. You bet. You better stop it, Will. 21,000 US less? Mm. You better stop it, Will. I need to call somebody up. Never mind you. I've had mine for too yeah. long, though. Holy cow, that is a big price decrease. Well, on that model, it, obviously, it's it, a lot of it has to do with the starting price. Mm. 
and it's percentage decreases from as much as 19% or 20% all the way down to 6%. So actually the Model 3 saw the least in, yeah, in terms of... Yeah, it wasn't of, a lot. Of de- well, I well, mean... every dollar counts. Yeah, well, easy there. With the, it's three grand we're talking here. Yeah. Uh, so 46,990 and a new entry price into a Model 3, into any Tesla, the new entry price, 43,990. Which, uh, no, you're not satisfied. You think yeah. it should be 39? I mean, they were going for the 35K yeah, so, at so, some point. So what if you had 39,990? That's a big mental difference, <laughs> right? It's 43,990, 39,990. Um, but that is very, very interesting stuff. Up to 20 grand in difference. Other configurations, including performance models, have received price cuts. Wow. And then, obviously, you have tax credits on top of that, right? Mm-hmm. Jeez, Louise. Everyone's going to have one of these electric cars or what? Well, I, I hope so. Uh, Tesla's U.S. price cuts mean more models are eligible for the federal EV tax credit. Oh, that's what I was just... I didn't know you had this tab next. Well, I mean, it was on the the chat there. Is this a separate topic now? I guess so. Okay, well, we listen. Talk about it. Yeah, well, we can because... It was it sort of coordinated? Has it been considered? I presume so. In order to make more of these things eligible, Tesla's higher end Model 3 performance model was discounted by 14.3%. So in order to qualify for the federal tax credit, I guess the price of the vehicle can't be more than a certain amount. Is that the idea? For some of the lower price models, the cuts put them in range to qualify for the U.S. federal uh, tax credits of up to 7500 Those incentives were made available starting January 1st under the Inflation Reduction Act, and the credit is available on EVs priced under 55000 So can you do me a favor and just go back to the other chart? Under fifty five. So this brings now in everything, oh, everything but the S and X. So the Y and the 3 now both fall under that amount if you add the performance to the model y then no but that's your most popular teslas all covered right there you have the three the three performance and the model y and they will all get 7500 more off and i don't think that that has been included in this particular reduction Mm. so that's big money on the model y isn't it if you got 13 grand plus 7500 on the model y it's back at 20 a standard range rear-wheel drive Model 3, the lowest priced version, now lists for $43,990. The higher end, yeah, we already covered that. Inflation Reduction Act signed in uh, August 2022 includes tax credits for the electric vehicles. So for sure this was coordinated with this, with, uh, mm. with some consideration for this. It's going to be, um, you know my feeling now. What's that? You're going to see even more Model Y selections. Uh, because right. it's really brought that price down to far more competitive. And it's very popular. It's already popular. Yeah. Credits are capped to an income level of 150000 for a single filing taxpayer and 300000 for joint filers for new vehicles at 75000 and 150000 for used cars. Okay. So there are uh, some tax credit caps on there. This is all very interesting. I felt that electric car adoption was already at some crazy pace this is anecdotal but well i'm out there in life and people are all time my, my next my next car is going to be an electric car like oh, really? so many are you not having that experience um, where people say which one should i get like anything yeah, i get both like there's deniers too 
they're like, oh, you know, I'll just wait till they don't, you know, like winter time, just being here. Yeah. It's just reduction in power and all that stuff. Do you believe them? What do you mean? Like, who do you believe more? Hmm? You got on one side of the spectrum, you got a guy who says, my next car is going to be electric. Yeah. And on the other end of the spectrum, you got a guy that's like, well, you know. Yeah. Like, who do you believe more? Because the one guy seems completely convinced. The guy that says, I'm going to buy an electric car next. Like, he's 100%. Yeah. The other guy might just need a little bit of time before mm-hmm. he's persuaded by whatever market forces. Like, yeah. what if that $7,500 tax credit was actually 17000 yeah. Like it's like there's certain levers you can pull where it just gets crazy. You're just, wow, okay. It's a good deal, like, not to pass up. You you got this Model 3 you're driving around, wow. and I presume you're saving some money on gas. Oh, yeah, for sure. Tons of money. For but now. But then the Bronco kind of, like, evens it out. Oh, yeah. The, the, the Bronco drinks enough for the two of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> good stuff. So I'm dead either way. Well, you're dead. We, we all knew that. Um, do you want to take a break? That's what we like about you. Yes, I would love to take a break. We'll be right back in what, like two minutes? Sure. Okay. Today's sponsor, HelloFresh, taking that stress out of mealtime. Oh, we always have, we always do HelloFresh ads when I'm hungry. That's the key. Mm-hmm. Every time, because then everything, and all of a sudden I'm going through it. I'm, 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 I'm in my imagination. I'm eating each one of these dishes. No, you're putting this meal together. Mm-hmm. ingredient by ingredient so you know what's going in that's a confidence thing yes so when you buy the chicken and sun-dried tomato spaghetti you just go okay i forego the forego the almonds zucchini tomato flatbreads turkey and sun-dried tomato spaghetti they're pulling it out of the hall of fame you can see the recipes that everybody else likes puts the big rating on uh look at the southwest beef cavatappi you might take a crack at it will you never know it could be an actual bbq burger point is everything shows up at your front door stuff is ready fast it's pretty foolproof as well it's easy to put it together and you get the sense of accomplishment after and the confidence seeing the ingredients that go into it you're eating better because of it it's HelloFresh. HelloFresh's festive fare collection features limited time recipes made with seasonal produce and premium proteins. Get out of the post-holiday slump with these elevated winter classics. We all want to save money this time of year. Eating well is top of mind this month. And it's comforting to know you always get top quality with HelloFresh. Ingredients travel from the farm to you in less than seven days, so you know they're fresh. This week, I made a vegetarian creamy squash ravioli. It comes with the right amount of ingredients, so there's no waste. The ravioli was perfectly seasoned and subtle. It went well with the richer sauce and cheese, but balanced out with spinach. 25 minutes to make and a great dish for the colder nights. Go to hollowfresh.com slash lulater21 and use the code LULATER21 for 21 free meals plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash LULATER21 and use the code LULATER21 for 21 free meals plus free shipping. Thank you to HelloFresh. Spot a couple of comments there in the chat during a break. Um, people say, as long as I live in Alaska, it'll be no EV for me. So oh, right. definitely some commitment level depending on region. Uh-huh. Playing a huge role still. Infrastructure. And yeah. yeah, and infrastructure, which goes with region as well, I guess. And mm-hmm. obviously it's built up in some pla- some places and less so in others. So, I mean, listen, it's not going to be like all at once, obviously, mm-hmm. as they would have you believe. It's going to be a gradual thing. And there's going to be a huge need into the future still for combustion vehicles for certain applications yeah. and in certain regions. No doubt about it. Yeah. AirTag inspired Google tracking device. This is a real thing? 
What do you think? No, this is not real. This is bogus, dude. You're crazy. What are you doing here to me? This is like one of those uh, onion type articles. By Yanko. Yeah, yeah, but it's but it's but yeah, it's conceptual. It's just it's just like a fun time, right? Yeah, someone has someone's having fun. Yeah, the most unfortunate name ever, G Spot, is what they called it. You have found my G Spot, and which is, I mean, it's novel. It's kind of. I, I thought for a moment. It was yeah. feasible because I was like, why doesn't Google make one of these? Yeah. Why don't they have their own uh, version of an AirTag type deal? I feel like they could figure that out. Maybe they are working on it. Uh, but Yanko Design is obviously, it's like speculative or, mm-hmm. or uh, conceptual, as Will says. And we've covered them a number of times on the channel here. You can see that they've even introduced a case in their design, OB Fiddler. And the the case has a, a kind of like a tiny little lanyard on it. Uh huh. Google's got everything in place: the ecosystem, the map network. Oh yeah, never mind the hardware chops, even a highly capable Tensor chip. So why hasn't Google built a tracking device yet? Hmm. This is very true. So why we don't even need Google to do it? We can do it over here on Yanko Design, and then uh, Google can just take notes. It's very well done and actually just go out and execute it. The other kind of cool thing is they've done it in different colors in this case. Mm-hmm. AirTag you can only get in white. Now, maybe, Will, maybe they're worried about uh, the PR potential PR fallout that Apple has experienced oh, every right. so often with uh-huh. the, uh, the AirTags and the stalking and everything else. I, I mean, obviously, it's not every single use or every single application of these trackers, but... Google already kind of takes some heat on the privacy mm-hmm. front from a privacy standpoint. So you wonder if that plays into the, their uh, lack of interest in this area up until now. It's either that or they're just taking their time. Yeah. But uh, this web page makes it seem like an actual product. Right. This is like an April Fool's type thing. Uh-huh. Uh, Very well done. It's, it's so well put together here. Look at this. With the battery, yeah. 3D. Yeah, you would know more than me, Will, putting something like this together. If, yeah. uh, this is ready to go. Google just needs to like hit the button on it. You just need to go, okay, cool. We'll take your pre-orders. Yeah, approved. We'll take your pre-orders. This guy just got the job is uh-huh. basically what happened. Good job. Hmm. Uh, Google and Porsche in talks over Google Apps access. Okay. Is, I guess this would go beyond Android Auto. Hmm. Uh, considering a, f- a fully integrating, let's go, let's go, let's go. Right. That's enough for me. Fully integrating Google software into its car cockpit, a, a source close to the company said on Thursday, marking a shift in strategy for the newly listed car maker. Newly listed car maker. Oh, they just did. They just get on. Were they private? They just get on. What listed? Maybe I don't know. They're part of Volkswagen Group, though. Would enable Porsche customers access to Google applications like Google Maps and Google Assistant without needing to connect to the car, uh, the car to an, an Android phone for Android Auto. I obviously have experience with their setup, and they actually were it was AirPlay compatible prior to being Android Auto compatible. Mm. Now, a recent update has brought wireless Android Auto into the Porsche Taycan, at least, but I think any of their vehicles with the latest um, computer hardware would probably be able to run, have the capability to do it. Uh, But this is something that Volvo has done, or uh, Polestar. 
where the whole the whole thing is basically Android. And so you're running native Android apps and they were basically like, you know, we don't need to we can't compete here. Like there, there, there's a reason why when it uh, when it comes to smartphones that these players are so dominant because they know how to do apps and interfaces and you already have an enormous app ecosystem and obviously there's maps and mm-hmm. uh all your music streaming apps and everything else mm-hmm. it, uh, it it exists in there inside of that ecosystem so taking out that one step and not needing to have the device connected at all times uh, alleviates i don't know a little bit of a little bit of stress there and it allows you to avoid learning new interfaces which is one of my main pet peeves with jumping in and out of different cars is like and i don't know i don't know how each each manufacturer takes such a different approach to how they have their layout and how quickly and easily you can find the things that you're looking for and the current implementation is they have to do their own os and then you have like this partially plastered on airplay or or sorry, CarPlay or Android Auto. And mm-hmm. it, it'll be like some section of the screen mm-hmm. and it looks like it's just been bolted on. Mm-hmm. If you have full integration and it's just like all the time, you start up the car and everything is where you expect it to be. Now it says not using an Android phone to connect. How do you connect? Like is it No, no, it's saying it's saying I mean you still will be able to connect your phone, obviously for communications and things coming through but they're what they're saying is you don't need your phone connected so currently if you get into the Taycan, Mm. it's going to look for your phone at which point it will then launch wireless android auto but it's all coming via the phone and then being wirelessly transmitted to your head unit Mm. whereas in this case you will start the car and something that's like android auto will be running natively and presumably in a more solid fashion because it's running on the car's hardware so how do they know, um, like, who's in the car? Well, you'll just like set up different of... profiles. Okay. You'll set up different profiles. that, And you can set up different profiles with different keys. You could probably set up profiles eventually with different phones. If your mm. phone gets in the car, it launches one uh, Android profile, etc. Mm. I'm very excited by this. This is, uh, I, like the, I like this stuff. Right. This makes life easier. Uh, Sony reveals the release date of the PlayStation 6, and fans go crazy. Are we talking PlayStation 6 already? I mean, oh, they, yeah. listen, they did so well you with the 5. It. There was a time period, Will, and I believe we've covered on the show in the past, there was a moment in time where people were wondering about the future of game consoles. They were like, you know, I don't know, in the future, do we really have them? It's essentially a PC now, inside. Pretty much, but it, I don't know why it was really weak at one time, but then, like, covid and whatever whatever happened i don't know but like it was booming and mm-hmm. you couldn't find it. you still can't find a playstation 5 mm. well anyway we might as well talk about the playstation 6 then because it'll obviously happen because they can't stock playstation 5s sony appears to be already planning for the release of its next console generation the ps6 is a document from the company says it'll happen around 2027 therefore it seems to correct to say that the ps5 still has five years before being replaced well that's the nice thing about consoles they hang around for a bit mm-hmm. um a document has been made public as part of the investigation by the UK's Competition and Markets Authority into Microsoft's 68 billion uh, acquisition of Activision Blizzard, a deal that Sony has opposed. Sony believes the deal will harm competition, industry players, and users. The 22-page document states the merger, according to Microsoft, increases competition in a market that Sony has long dominated. The American giant also acknowledged that PS5 exclusives are superior to Xbox exclusives. I can agree with that. Yeah. It's funny they write it right into the complaint. They, like, uh-huh. 
they're being criticized. You should not be able to make this acquisition. They're like, hey, man, they got better exclusives. Yeah. We need we need Activision, God man. They got better exclusives. You got Last of Us. Just let us have Activision for yeah. 68 billion. 68 billion. Uh, do they have any mock-ups of what they think it might? That's not real. That's, <laughs> that's just pro. that's just a squish together. That's just a double pro. Yeah. No, no, no concept. Okay, yeah. no con. Well, uh, that kind of at least we know the, the date. Twenty twenty-seven, according to their document, and and that's crazy. It actually comes out of a legal a legal uh, development that we mm. come to learn about this particular date and the legal development having to do with that Microsoft acquisition. So you can you can see there's still beef into this day. They still both want your living room. Mm -hmm. But you and I both agree the better exclusives are on PlayStation, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's agree with that. Mm. Last of Us is great. NVIDIA broadcast can now deep fake your eyes to make... Oh, my God. To make you look at the camera. Oh, that is wild. So I'm I'm looking, but I'm not looking, Will. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a demo of it. I'm looking, but I'm not looking. Get out of here. Cameras which are roughly the same horizontal. Oh my goodness. The software keeps me looking straight at the camera, which I'm doing now physically in the real world. Okay. Move my eyes to the side. Uh, Just a little bit. Yeah, you can kind of see the the eyes snapping into place. But it's only if it's like really ridiculous movements that it's not able to track it. But if it's really subtle, like looking at like, well, okay, this this has brought something up for me. Pretty convincing eh? that I constantly pay attention to, especially with a webcam, which is or an iPhone when somebody's recording a video and they're looking at the monitor instead of the lens. Yeah, yeah. They're recording a video and they're looking to the side. They're looking at themselves, basically. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what it is, why that's so captivating. I understand you want to frame yourself up, but then. After, so, after that, you have the lens. Like, I'm going to, Will, I'm going to look into the lens right now. You see, like, you can, you know the difference when you're recording. Mm-hmm. Like, there's this, wh- which camera do you want me to look at? The far one? Yeah, the far one. Okay, so this is right into the lens. This is if I was looking at a screen attached to the camera. That's pretty close. Screen attached to the camera? It's lens. hard to tell. It's hard to tell, man. Well, that's because we're on a really long lens. Okay, yeah. We're on a really long lens, but most people aren't vlogging from that range. But anyway, obviously, the benefit here is people who want to procrastinate. They want to be on the conference and pretend they're paying attention, but really they're or, like uh, yeah, looking, that, looking like down a, and doing something else. Apology video or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I that's know. what it's meant. Well, I wonder about the micro movements while reading a script. I guess that those are actually probably really easy to fix. Mm. Wow. NVIDIA suggests that eye contact will try to make your simulated eyes match the color of your real ones. And there's even a disconnect feature in case you look too far away. So it doesn't try to mimic. <laughs> <laughs> you turn your head. Your eyes are still on the side <laughs> of your head. Yeah, that is... Um, I, I think this is a pretty cool technology. I think people will actually use it. And I like the fact that they kept it relatively subtle. Mm-hmm. Like only if you're slightly looking off. Um, but the snapping of the eyes. Yeah, they, 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 it's it's a little, there is a little bit of a harshness at moments right there. But it's it's not, yeah, there and there's a little wobble to it sometimes too. Yeah. I mean, it's not exactly perfect, but 
in most cases, I think it's probably superior to not having any eye contact. But apparently, Apple's done it before on FaceTime. It's called attention correction. Wow. I've never and heard Microsoft of this Microsoft has it as well. Um, that was in FaceTime in 2018. In yeah. the current versions of iOS, it's labeled as eye contact in settings for FaceTime. Wow. All right. Well, but I never knew it. Give that a cry. No, I never heard about it either. Yeah. I, I think it's probably less useful on the on the phone on FaceTime than it is on like a video conferencing app sure. or something on desktop. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Last one. <laughs> this is another one that people were talking about in the chat, and then I needed clarification. People said, Kanye just got married. People keep calling him Kanye, by the way, even though he de- he really wants to be called Ye. But everybody's, like, worried about the SEO and everything else, I guess, writing these articles. Anyway, uh, he, uh, according to reports, TMZ, others, he apparently got married again, and... Uh, to at what what at first they were calling a mystery woman and now they're saying that she's a Yeezy architectural designer. And yeah. I don't know if that means actual architecture. Does that mean like buildings or does that mean it or do must they just, mean something very abstract? I would imagine. Oh, you think you don't working think working with Kanye? So you don't think it's actual buildings? You think it's? I, I thought that at first. Well, I don't know because because he's also talked about building these communities Conda? of huts and that Yeezy would be doing architecture. Okay, sure. Anyway, um, so Kanye West isn't just hanging around with a mystery blonde. She doesn't seem to have blonde hair in that picture. He's also married to her. A private ceremony. Her name is Bianca Sensori from australia and she has worked as an architectural designer at yeezy for several years and she used to have brown hair but recently these articles are wild it's just like details about the Mm. she used to have brown hair now she's cut it and it's short and blonde though we're told it appears they've filed for a marriage certificate Uh. to make it legal some sort of wedding ceremony um you know, you know what? Like, I can't even. It's hard to. It, it, this was a couple of days ago. They were just out. It's yeah. hard to have a comment on this because I don't know. Well, I don't know anything. For one, yeah, uh, yeah, right. Like everything that's been going on recently with him is it's hard to read. Yeah, what is truth? Yes, is what is performance? What is truth? What are these appearances? What are these moves? It's like it's like every everything seems like fiction, which is okay, I guess. Uh, I guess you can make of life whatever you please to a certain extent within the uh, parameters uh, set forth as far as public safety and so forth. You can do whatever you want. You can. You can lie. You can you can make a, a drama out of your life. You can uh, get divorced and married and so on. And it, it can be architectural Yeezy people, uh. and it can be Kim Kardashian lookalikes, and mm-hmm. and uh, you can run for president if you want. Even so, that's yeah. kind of the fun part about life. I uh, I I hope that this has made him uh, very happy. And uh, yeah. that this is uh, the real deal over here. But I. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm, we always I'm, talk about him. <laughs> He's always in our radar. Well, whether it's on air or. Once, you know, once something private. or someone is in your algorithm, 
it's very difficult to yeah. get them out. Uh-huh. And truthfully, he's been kind of quiet compared to where it was at. It was a fever pitch. Yeah. With uh, the interviews and stuff that was going on when and the the comments and then the drink champs and sure. then the like it was it was pretty wild i remember i was looking at google trends and it was a lot of people talking about it mm-hmm. but yeah things have cooled off a little bit that might actually be for the better momentarily settle down uh, have have a have a new wife that you love very much i don't know will i don't know what to tell you on that thank you very much to everybody who joined us here today uh shout out to everybody in the chats uh shout out to adam and serge and uh v- vishnav and uh metal hendrix yeah like cool name listen guys i know i see what's going on we're we're we're, we're plugging everything is getting plugged in right now including your input and that's the whole idea behind the pre-show concept and the chat concept and everything else is going on so we truly uh, do appreciate your input and and to, to everybody that's contributing in one way or another uh, it is greatly appreciated even if your support is just like just watching this show or watching some of the clips or whatever else it is um it really helps us dial things in and it helps us keep things going and obviously the super chats as well thank you uh michael we really do appreciate it so i guess we won't see you until monday monday but we will see you monday and it's the same same place same time same channel uh we'll see you for the pre-show at 11 eastern and we'll see you for um the main show at noon eastern mm-hmm. if you want to contribute your own stories things that you're interested in and that want to talk about then just get there for the pre-show and uh, otherwise i'll see you at noon on monday on this channel thanks again later later